welcome back to episode four of No But Yeah. I'm Lily Doninger. And I'm Kendall Sanders. So before we get into the episode, we have to address that we have two very special birthdays very close to each other. So on Tuesday, May 3rd, we celebrated Lauren's birthday. Lauren Mansouris. Our EP and beloved friend. EP. And she's now 20. So that was fun. We went to Kyoto, a hibachi grill, and that was so much fun. And this upcoming Monday, we will be celebrating Lily's birthday. Lily will be turning 25. Just kidding. Ew. You'll be turning 20. Don't do that to me. Don't age you. Sorry. Yeah, I'll be 20, guys. So watch out. (laughs) Watch out. Um... Yeah, you know, I feel like birthdays are a weird thing these days. Like, they always felt different. I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone says it, but, like, they always felt different when you were a kid. You felt you felt fundamentally different. Yeah. And now I'm just like, eh, another day. But also, it's because we're in the middle of freaking finals. Like, I think that's perhaps, like, the worst time to mm-hmm. have your birthday. I just want to go home and celebrate. But I appreciate you letting the world know. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, so I can't wait to post you and celebrate you and write my sappy, romantic message to you on your birthday. Um, but yeah. So before we get into the show, I just want to talk about, okay, so I was watching the new documentary, Spring Awakening. Okay. Um, Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle on HBO Max. And can I just say it was amazing, first of all. Like, I've been telling everyone this, that I didn't really know anything about Spring Awakening prior to watching it. I knew it was controversial, and I knew it was, like, the launching pad for a lot of really successful stars. But that was it. But, like, the documentary was so good that it made me feel, like, nostalgic, and it made me teary-eyed for, like, a project that I never really experienced, you know, firsthand. Like, it was it came out in 2006. Like, we were four, you know? Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was amazing. And how this connects to our podcast is that um, the other day, you know, I'm doing, I'm on the podcast stuff. I'm looking at our numbers and stuff on the RSS feed. And I noticed that, like, our numbers kind of went down. Like, our first episode was 53, then 23, and then 19. Right. And, guys, just so you know, <laughs> when we can see how many people are listening and where they're listening from. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to hold you all accountable. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, you know, being able to access all that, like, data. And I was kind of, like, you know, like, in my head. Like, Lily and I were working on, like, our social media um, on Thursday night. So look out for that follow, (laughs) Yeah, look out for the follow, and don't be afraid to, like, share us and, like, repost us. But anyway, (laughs) whatever. So, and I'm just, like, getting in my head. I'm just, like, dang, like, our numbers, like, went down. And then I remembered that when Spring Awakening went from, like, their little theaters, like, their, you know, little theaters around town, like the um, North Atlantic Theater Company and stuff, and they finally moved to Broadway, they had trouble filling the room. They could not fill all the seats. And, you know, you know the producers would be like, you know, you're going to see a lot of empty seats out there, just letting you know. But they were just like, you know what, we don't care. We're here in a project that we love, with people that we love, we're here to have fun and, you know, you know, sing and, you know, j- just do what we do every night. And the audience, who cares? They'll come later. So, like, 
I just really needed to take a moment to be like, I'm just so appreciative of everyone who's listened. I think it's so easy to get like wrapped up on like, you know, who's not there or how many people, you know, aren't listening. But like, you know, just shifting your focus to be appreciative of the people who do show up and do listen. Like you guys mean so much. And every single time I get a text that's like, I'm listening to your podcast right now. This is so funny. Or just anything like that. It brings me so much joy. Same. So much joy. Same. And I really appreciate that we have listeners that like to engage with the material. Yeah. Um, I love getting random texts from people. I got a text from a girl. I'll shout her out. Marjan Naji the other day. <laughs> she was like texting me her thoughts and disagreements actually with our with our latest our latest podcast episode. But I just I love that people are g- engaging in the, with the material. And on that note. I did want to talk about some of the topics from the last episode. Um, For those of you who didn't listen, we talked about dating and relationships. And I think I told my mom about some of my mom doesn't always listen. It's okay, meme. It's okay. (laughs) But um, she she wants to know some of Kendall's takes. And I just want these to be quick because these are like comebacks to Kendall's thoughts. So in the last episode, Kendall was talking about how she thinks it's more often than not okay and expected for the guy to pay on mm-hmm. a date. Mm-hmm. And I hear that. And her thoughts were that there's a gender pay gap. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. women are always going to have to work a little harder in the workplace to, to make the, the coin, if you will. Yeah, the coin. But Meme, my mother, her <laughs> name is Meme, um, <laughs> she came back and was like, well, okay, if we always expect the men to pay on the dates, does that not perpetuate the gender pay gap? Or inequality in terms of, it, like, is the expect- if the expectation is always for the men to pay, then how is that? Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's, that's just repeating the old thing. Second, second thing. Another okay. thing, Kendall, Kendall has a thought. We didn't share it on the, on the podcast this, in the past episode, but Kendall thinks that the man should always be the one to propose. And you feel very <laughs> strongly about this. So strong. So strong. And the man should be the one to propose because the act of a man kneeling down mm-hmm. to a woman is like the like the the ultimate like it's a symbol it's a symbol and so my mom was saying though do you not think that the act of a man kneeling down could also be this idea of like hold on let me get mm-hmm. on your level <laughs> let me get on your okay. level and propose do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a man kneeling down to a woman is like him being like i have to i have to lower myself so that you can fully understand me interesting 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 interesting. okay so i'll work backwards i'll like address the first one the one that i'm uh, i'm definitely a lot more passionate about okay okay and i will say um anyone if you know me you know that i would vacuum the beach i would cook a bowl of rice grain by grain before I she ever proposes to a man, propose to a man, and I would rather do all those things before seeing any of my friends propose to men. Okay, like who are in heterosexual relationships. But anyway, like it, it just irks me. It just it just gets me like, and I think like the reason why I say that it's like a symbol is because again this acknowledgement that in a heterosexual relationship, living in this society um you have male privilege you have so much power that marriage is an institution that 
has for its entirety served you as a man and she's giving up so much to be with you and it doesn't always have to be this way right like things are changing you know women don't have to change their last names anymore you can hyphen you can do whatever you want you know it's not that archaic there are prenups things are changing but i'm just saying kind of loves her prenups i love my prenups um but i'm just saying like if we're still going to subscribe to like this institution of marriage those roots those foundations remain the same and i just think that there's just something that i i just need to see a man lower himself and it as an act of i recognize you know my standing in this world but i'm going to put myself before you and say i give all that up because i want to be with you I don't know if I'm explaining that right, and maybe I'll change my mind in a couple years or I whatever. I do think you're explaining that correctly. I will mm-hmm. push back though, <gasps> and say that like tri- this is all men kneeling when in a proposal mm-hmm. has always been the maybe this, maybe this is my assumption, but mm-hmm. that has always been the way that men have proposed throughout all yeah. of the ages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for that kneel to mean something different now like this symbol of like respect that like i am willing to give myself to you in totality Mm -hmm. is interesting to me because you're making something of an an archaic kind of messed up past system and here's my thing i think this also will like wrap up this discussion and also answer the first and second question question as well my mind, like, as soon as you asked those two questions from the meme, I th- immediately thought about my social theory, my sociological theory. Okay. And one of the theories is symbolic interaction, uh, interactionalism. You know, the things that we do on, like, a micro level, interaction, interacting with one another, you know, they're, they have meaning. They're impactful, right? But, and you can make the argument that they don't change the system at large, or that they help perpetuate and keep the system at large. But at the same time, you know, I just think it just means so much more uh, to have these, you know, expectations on like a personal level. Because until there's like overall large systemic changes, you know, I hear you. I just don't think people being like women starting to like propose to men is going to make like. <laughs> the supreme court or like any other like true true freaking high institutions be like you know what let's get paid maternal leave and free childcare and all that all that good stuff um but yeah again no but yeah disagree or don't i mean but we want to hear from you guys like we value your opinion as lily said like when you text us and you're like Yo, I actually disagree with this point. It's actually very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we would like to address those disagreements. Yes. Okay, but enough of that. Yes. Moving into today's episode, which is all about going out. <laughs> so, okay, I feel like this is a timely. This is a timely conversation yes, because yesterday, for our non-William and Mary listeners was the last day of classes here. L-Doc. L-Doc, if you will. <laughs> um, which here is known as Blowout, which yeah. I don't I don't really know why it's known as Blowout. I guess you just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. Um, so 
there's like always like these big darties daytime parties yes um, or is it just one huge darty see because we didn't have blowout freshman year we're a little shaky and unsure about what the tradition is supposed to look yeah. like we've only had two so far and we are going to be juniors come <sighs> come next fall <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's like the thing everyone just gets together you're getting shwasted and sloshed very early in the morning um and it's just very early like sometimes before your morning classes which i mean i no power to no need to flex but i don't have friday classes i didn't have friday classes this semester and i won't have friday classes next semester so i really don't know what it's like to you know okay shut up (laughs) um yeah anyway it's just like this big day of going out yes party 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 and so i think um i i think it might be good to like open up with some blowout stories i feel like our blowout was not that interesting, except as Kendall opened up the episode, she was talking about Spring oh, Awakening yeah, yeah. and feeling like we didn't have very many listeners to our latest episode. Um, but I have to say that after the events of yesterday's blowout, I am feeling pretty darn good about the state <laughs> of our podcast. Yes. Kendall and I were like walking through this like throng of 500 people outside at this party yesterday, and two people mm-hmm. men might i add <laughs> stopped us and we're like you two the one with the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and you know i was also thinking at the beginning of the week i'm like i don't i feel like our audience is very like female like Same. you know and like i was worried i love my ladies i'm a girl's girl but like i i want like a very wide spread you know i want a array an assortment of genders um so i was kind of worried about like our male audience but like I was so pleasant. They are well represented. <laughs> They're here, and we appreciate everyone that came up and <laughs> talked about our podcast. It like tickles me pink. Tickles me. Pink. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about yesterday. I'm trying to remember, and <laughs> and it's a little blurry. No, nah. <laughs> but again, I don't think anything super eventful like happened at the party. I feel like it was the things that happened before and after. Agreed. I do remember. Climbing up in a tree. Yeah, Kendall was in a tree. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know, know how why. I did that. I don't climb trees. <laughs> and then, you know what, today we, we were working, we are doing work today, and I'm, like, walking down, like, the steps. I'm like, why do my biceps hurt? Oh, yes, because I've been using, like, I use my upper body strength for, like, the first time in, like, four <laughs> months to get onto this tree and then try my darndest not to, like, fall on my face. Yeah. That was really I scary. always get the thing, like, after parties where, like, my legs hurt because I've been dancing so hard <laughs> that, like, my, my calves hurt. Um, yeah, okay, but uh, in general, blowout was blowout. It was fun. I or liked it. Enjoyed we it. We saw the sights, ate the burrito afterwards. Oh, yeah, we went to Chipotle. Shout out to Kate for driving us. Shout out. Shout out. We appreciate you. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And, oh, also, we thought it was going to rain. Like, everyone all week was like, it's going to rain. I don't know if you guys know this, but like the seniors, like their freshman year blowout, you know, it was a much. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I hear that, and I understand like the serendipity of like having. Oh, first we go in, we have the blowout, and it's raining, and then we close, and I understand the beauty of that. But I was hoping all week that that did not, you know, happen or come to fruition. And hey, I think all my hoping and wishing and fingers crossing worked because we, there was no rain beautiful day it, it, it came at like six or seven 
And it was so funny reading the weather report in the morning <laughs> because it was like the worst possible predictions. It was like scattered thunderstorms, large hail, possibly a tornado. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm no, not making no. that up. That was actually it. Yes. Um. Yeah. So good day. Good day. So then moving on, I think we want to get to like what we recommend as the rules of the rules of going out, mm-hmm. which going out can mean a variety of things for you parties casual hangouts clubs clubbing etc um do you want to talk about the first point yeah okay so story time story time okay so over the summer right me my friends josh lily and molly hey guys (laughs) (laughs) we decide we're gonna go to this club in dc called ultra bar okay 18 and up night okay wait let me just say, interrupt you here. Mm-hmm. The beauty of clubs like this is that they're 18 and up. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for being inclusive. You can go to the club and not drink alcohol. Yes. It's about the experience. It's about the dancing, which... And the vibes. Whenever you go to a club, there's no couch gang. There's not that annoying group of guys <laughs> who's, like, too embarrassed to dance so they sit on the couch. But what about the VIP lounges? Like, sometimes, so, like... I don't know if you... Okay, so I'll, like, talk about the setup okay. of, like, Ultra Bar. So, there are, like, three levels. Okay. The first, like, the first level okay, that Christ, you... the Kentucky clubs are not like <laughs> that at all. Okay, yep. I mean, this is DC. But anyway, so the first level is, like, EDM music. So okay. Oops, oops, My oops, favorite oops. type. And then the second floor is Spanish, Latin oh, music. stop! And the third floor is, like, rap. Okay. Um, And the basement is, like, miscellaneous. That's, like, where the bathrooms are. Um... So that's the setup. And like on each floor, there are like the sides are filled with like booths. Okay. And that's like the VIP lounge, quote unquote. So I think a lot of clubs do have like a seating area where like you can sit with your friends and like people will bring out like champagne for you or whatever. But I, I get it. You're not really thinking about there being couch guys. Yeah. 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 You're, you're in the curb. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So we're like, all right, we're going to go to Ultra Bar. And so we have this whole elaborate plan. Um, I know my parents don't listen to this podcast, so I'm going to say whatever I want. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Mom, Dad, like, I'm going to go to a sleepover up in Alexandria. I'll be no, back in the morning. Yes, I did. So we drive up around 10. Of course, there's traffic. And we get to Molly's boyfriend's house. He lives in Alexandria. And so we're, we're there, and we're pre-gaming. And I've never been so drunk so fast. <laughs> in my life because we thought we were gonna have to take the metro to get to dc so we're like okay obviously we need to you know get ready and then be able to walk to the metro but then the metro was closed so then he ended up driving us fine cool so we're there and we get to the place right man oh man the line is around the block okay people first rule the first rule is that Clubs are not like parties where like, okay, so the party starts at nine, we're going to show up at 10. No, 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 no. There's no getting like, there's no like weird, you know, build up to like the action and you have to get there later for it to not be lame. No, 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 no. You need to get there on time because the line is insane. So it was around the block. We were waiting in line for like two, I want to say two hours. Um, At one point we're with, oh, we're also with um one of James's friends. Leah, she's she was there, and we're in line, and 
she meets one of her friends from like Ethiopia. Like they went to school together for like middle school or something. And like in sl- Ethiopia. Yeah. And we're in DC. I mean, I, th- I mean, what are the chances? But just like, whoa. And she was like really upset because her, she kept on going like in and out on the phone and looked like she was like really upset. Her friend left at one point. She comes back and she's like crying. She's like, my boyfriend broke up with me. I'm like, huh? In, in line, line for the, the club. club, he breaks up with mm. you. I'm like, that's so, oh, girl, we're going to go in and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> okay. That's the cure. But anyway, so we're in there for like an hour. Honestly, I think there's also something kind of creepy about like 18 and up night because there were a lot of like super grown men. It's just like, oh, God. you could go to the club any time. But this okay, is so there's one night of eighteen. There's and only up. one okay, night okay, of okay. eighteen and up. So like the fact that you are like, I don't know, it's it's sus, very sus. It is, but Nothing reminiscent of mm-hmm. our college bars. Yes, but we ended up like everyone was like, you know, fine to like go home and fine to drive at the end of the night. So we ended up going all the way back to Stafford at like three or four in the morning. Oh <laughs> my god. Um. Yep, and then I, I wake up the next morning, I drive my little car home, and I had fun at the sleepover. Wink, wink. But anyway, so that's the number one rule. Like, you okay. need to get to the club on time or early. Like, you need to be in line before it opens. Okay. That's just a good rule of thumb. Okay, and so then the second rule that Kendall has here is no heels in the club. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. No heels in the club. I mean, I think that's just... I mean... I think that's just, like, common sense. But... And I, I'm going to push back here again because, I mean, I've never been to, like, a European club, mm-hmm. but I've heard, rumor has it, <laughs> that, like, Parisian clubs, they're not going to let you in unless you look good. Like, you're dressed oh well. Oh, my gosh. And that reminds me of another thing. So, the club, like, Ultra Bar had a fee. Okay. It was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. $15. Entry fee. $15. But... Word on the street was that they adjusted it based on your attractiveness. Are you kidding? Yes. And that freaked us all out. We were like, um. Am I worth $20? Am I going, like, we were all going to be like, okay, guys, after we, like, get into the building, we need to compare, like, how much they charged us. I think we all ended up getting charged the same. But, like, that was, like, super scary. That's so weird. I've never heard that before. But so, back to the. Yes. Your appearance is important. And, you know, I'm like. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, like, looking back at, like, you know, all, like, the reality shows that you watch or all, like, you know, Paris Hilton or whatever. They wear heels to the club. I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it comes with experience. I don't think the celebrities are, like, (laughs) getting down to the EDM (laughs) in the mosh pit. But, I mean, I think, yeah, general rule of thumb, no heels Mm -hmm. for girls or guys. Yeah. Whoever's wearing I mean, if you want to get down and you want to, like, you want to really dance. Which is the most fun way to do it. Maybe invest in, like, numbing. So the next rule is you have to leave with the people you came with. That's very important for safety reasons. And uh, there's, like, a little bit of sway. Like, not like, you know, some people, you know, it's, uh, it's unrealistic to expect that, like, you know, some people in your group, you know, won't go home with someone else. Fine. But, like, you need to be, like, super vigilant, like, about, like, who came and who's going and how everyone's getting home. Like, there cannot be, oh, uh, Jessica and Chelsea are going to catch an Uber earlier because we want to leave. And then everyone else is, like, what, stranded? 
my my personal preference is that in my friend group we're we're all gonna leave at the same time and i think that also goes back to just another idea of like having a plan <laughs> like you always need to have like a plan a general plan of like how you're going how you're getting home um because yeah while things might happen and change that but like ultimately for safety reasons you need to have a plan a plan logistics are important True. um so yeah and girlies don't let girlies walk alone and this like pertains more to like campuses because you know yeah. like you know the parties are sometimes like off campus and stuff like just like making sure everyone you know is getting home safe and again i think like in some instances this could be um like there's a little bit of sway here too mm-hmm. like, like kendall and i probably live a three to five minute walk away from each other on like our campus mm-hmm. here and i consistently feel safe enough to walk home from kendall's dorm no matter what time it is mm-hmm. and usually i'll just call someone if i know someone is awake yeah to chat on the way so i think there is a little bit of sway but again general rule is like you know when that person gets home you're mm-hmm. you someone's walking with them particularly if they're a girl unfortunately that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. world we live in yeah and you got you gotta get that i'm home text yeah i'm home safe um but now do you want to go to oh, your yeah. your stories yeah okay so <laughs> just i'll give you like the 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 louisville scene <laughs> so we my friends and i always go to this drag club called play i just love that name um and it's consistently 18 and up every night um and it's like um it's like it's not quite as as intricate as ultra bar in dc it's just one big space and when you walk in to the left is like the drag club where they've got like the performances and it's more like tables where you sit around a stage and like would watch these um drag queens and then on the right is the like dance floor mosh pit area um and that's and so that's usually where my friends and i just automatically go to is to the right side because we go to dance that's Mm -hmm. the purpose um and there's not i feel like there's not really there's not really like any specific stories I have from play. One mm, one time, this is like the iconic story is that my my whole friend group went and as soon as we got to the club, I was like, "Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to poop." <laughs> <laughs> and the bathroom situation at play is so funny because it's kind of just like it's like unisex bathrooms because mm-hmm. like anyone sorry anyone who's going to the drag club is going to be comfortable with the unisex bathroom yes or you should be absolutely um and so there's just like stalls and then like there's like a big pool of like sinks in the middle and mm-hmm. so my friend ellie and i like i'm like ellie just come in the stall with me whatever like <laughs> literally pooped in the club um <laughs> and yeah i mean other than that like it's kind of also a sketchy sitch like i think some older Louisvillians have decided that that's where they're gonna hang out and I feel like this club is like particularly only pertains to my high school like if you go to any other high school in Louisville like I don't think you've just I don't I don't they don't have quite the following Mm -hmm. um 
at this place but that's kind of like that's where we go and i think all of these rules apply to that as well but i don't even think any no one would ever dream of wearing heels to this thing yeah it is strictly like college party wear absolutely um yeah and yeah and it is a drag club but i don't i don't think many people like go there for the drag shows which is unfortunate because i don't think the drag queens get the earnings that they're due Mm -hmm. from this venue absolutely and i wouldn't call myself like a huge like drag queen fan but Mm. i do have my favorites trixie and katya i love them i listen to their podcast i've been listening to like their youtube like videos like uh like since oh my gosh since middle school so i love them yeah so i kind of know i know my way around i i get the scoop from twitter like i'm i'm in the universe but i'm not too in like i haven't ever like watched a full season of drag race but i will say it just reminded me that i literally have a notes app called drag queen names (laughs) oh my god for yourself (laughs) or just in general okay because like one thing that i love about like drag queen names is that so they're puns so like there's one drag queen called courtney act and not not maybe puns isn't the word but anyway so courtney act if you say it and you really think about it it sounds like you're saying caught in the act in an australian accent crazy courtney act it does sound like that mm-hmm. so just like play on words like that so this one i i credit everyone that i have this miss trial so like miss m-i-s-s trial like court miss trial okay miss trial's daughter sue me (laughs) (laughs) these are from tiktok this one is mine this one is mine though miss again with the missus m-i-s-s sandry miss sandry okay oh i I miss sandry i get it it, yes you guys understand maybe i don't know you guys miss sandry means to be the opposite of a misogynist so someone who hates men miss sandry that's yeah. so me because sanders it's, it's yeah. close kendall's last name is sanders mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this one <laughs> i also took from tiktok i need to get off that app <laughs> i read it <laughs> jenna like yeah mm-hmm. jenna mm-hmm. talia <laughs> jenna <Shut> talia <laughs> brilliant right brilliant brilliant brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. But now to sort of, like, pivot into, okay, so we've talked about, like, our clubs, but we understand that, like, most people our age, you know, aren't really going to clubs, especially if you're not located really close to a city. So, like, what we have, we just have, like, parties, like, frat parties. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is its own realm of, like, going out. It is. It really is. But but here's something that I've also noticed from being, like, in college, because, again, our freshman year, there were no parties. Or maybe there were, but yeah, we we, weren't there. We (laughs) we weren't there. We were. You know what we would do sometimes? I I will never forget this. It was like a Friday night, and it's all of our friends like Lauren, Lauren, Lily, Marley, Adriana, Ashley. Like we're all together, and I don't know. We're just hanging out, and like I don't know who came up with the idea, but we're just like, what if we just like read the script of like Mean Girls? Like we'll like we'll everyone will get a character and. You know, maybe we're not going to get through the entire thing. That's ridiculous. We'll just do like maybe like the first <laughs> couple of scenes or whatever. No. Honey, we do it all. We read the entire script. We read the entire script. It's a Friday night. night. Do you remember your character? You you were Katie. I was Janice. 
No, I was not Katie. Who was Katie? Don't, don't even put that on me. Who the? I don't remember who Katie was. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, it it does not matter. Okay. Other than we read Mean Girls, which, looking back, is guys, she was totally Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's an incredibly on PC. Oh it's yeah, like, it's worse than the movie. The, yeah, the we could only is like really yeah. bad. Yeah, we found like before the edits and before like the. Review. Tina Fey, what were you on? I don't know, but uh, but it's roughly the same thing. There are just some jokes that they kind of took out, yeah. I guess, for the movie. But anyway, I played Regina George. Oh my god, That's, <laughs> she just wanted to ask me who if that she wants she. she I don't even know what I'm saying, but <laughs> she wanted to enforce her power, impose her power mm-hmm. on me by suggesting that I was Katie, and I was not. You were. I was Katie. Enough of this. Anyway, that's what we would do on a Friday. Night. That's what we would. We were not partying. We were not at we the frats. There. But one thing that I've realized now that we do go out here in college is that it's all kind of the same, like everywhere. Like I was visiting the University of Delaware. My family over spring break because my shout out to Noah. Noah Sanders. is a commitment at uh, University of Delaware. He'll He's be... a commit, not a commitment. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. He, he's gonna play football there. So proud. But anyway, so we were like touring, right? And it was interesting because they were still in session while we were in spring break. And like, just I mean, it's just the same. Everyone, the party uniform is relatively the same. Vans. Girls were wearing Vans, black jeans. We love the black and jeans. a very tight crop top, and you know, that's that's the moves, guys. I, I can't. I, just, I I don't know what you guys are wearing. You I don't even know how to analyze it. I don't even know how to analyze it. There are clear winners. There you are guys, clear winners. You guys literally can be going to class <laughs> or a party. I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, whatever, but it's all generally the same. I feel it is. Yeah. Um, and I think we have a very, like, unique, maybe, uh, why am I saying unique? But our, like, our whole thing is that the parties used to start at 9, and everyone, it ends at 11. Like, I feel like it's, like, clock. Because then you roll bars. You roll bars. Like, it's literally, no, you think we're joking. People will literally yell. Roll bars. Roll bars. And And actually, that is my least favorite phrase to hear. I am a steadfast, a staunch supporter of a good old-fashioned house party. <laughs> All I want to do is dance to, like, I don't know. What do they play these days? Wobble. What? <laughs> no, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> bad music, which the music situation here very much depends on the frat. There are some frats that, like, I think when they only, oh, we'll have to talk about how frats only let girls in, but um, yeah, 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 the so frats yeah. that know that they're only going to let girls in, like, p- play taylor swift and olivia rodrigo sorry sorry i don't want to hear that i want a good dance song so yes anyway like literally okay like on that topic before we move on like i've i've always thought this like okay music i get it tailoring the music to attract like the uh, like the population that you want to be in your frat so yes you want girls there you want a lot of girls there let's play music that girls like but i think they're too on the nose with it they're way too superficial with, ta- about it. with taylor swift and like olivia rodrigo and like people like that i that's that, that's just too on the nose i feel like drake yeah yeah yeah. drake yeah. is a very jack good example jack harlow is a very good example of like 
playing music that like everyone can enjoy but you know really deep down like who really appreciates <laughs> and who really really gets down to drake it's it's girls and i i just wish that like also the whole like ox situation like i feel like at the beginning of the semester i would literally my first mission of every party would be to find who's on ox mm. i've given up that mission since but like i would literally find per- the person on ox and ask them to cue things up and you know by the time my song is playing we were leaving wait and frat guys i have a question <laughs> about this to all the frat boy listeners is there like a designated ox person like this person plays i think so the music at every party Maybe they rotate or they share, but I have I sh- a shared playlist. I please give me acts. Please give me Spotify access to that playlist, please. <laughs> yes. So like, and so I'm. So I just feel like I don't know. We've got to do something about the music. Like, if you want to, if you want to have people like having fun and really like dancing, like getting down, like why Surveys. aren't you playing Doja? Can I Why isn't Megan the Stallion playing? Okay, guys, I I'm being dead serious. I think this is the key here. Send out a Google form <laughs> to every girl's email address <laughs> at William and Mary and ask them what they would like to hear. Yeah. Ask the people for what they want. As man. as Drake said in Nice For What, my favorite song, yep. the song that like will make me go feral if I hear it at any party. I know Shoddy and she doesn't want no slow song. <laughs> yeah. H- had a man life... Uh, had last a man last year. year. Life, Life goes, goes on. on. Yes, yeah. I know. Shawty Okay, <laughs> that that <laughs> you know. What else? What else can we say about like our scene with like the parties here? Yeah. Okay, but I so okay. Back to the bars thing. No, bars. I just I all I want to do is stay at the house that I'm at and not go to bars. Bars here. What the issue is on the weekends when after after the men are yelling roll bars everyone goes to the bars and then so many people go there that it you can't move you can't even talk to anyone and it's like it's not <laughs> social anymore kendall like it's so crowded that let me give you a, an example here it's so crowded that kendall sanders will mm-hmm. run her fingers through ah! through boys stop! hair stop and they won't even won't know where it came from that was one time maybe twice but definitely no more than twice that like we were just like <laughs> stuck like we had nowhere to go so like we were just like having fun and i was just like messing with people <laughs> and like again it's so packed like you can't tell what's going on um but i'm sorry i apologize whatever i'll, I'll hold myself accountable for my actions yeah but what was i gonna say about it just being extremely like crowded like you can't move oh i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this is an observation I've made. <laughs> okay, make the observation. Oh, sorry. Like, okay, so, like, I just feel like at our school, like, there's just, like, the the average height here, like, I just joke all the time that there was, like, when men were applying to William & Mary, they had to, like, put their height <laughs> in their application <laughs> because I just feel like when you're, like, walking around campus, like, on a normal basis, like, it's just, like, damn, like, I'm towering over you, or you're, like, eye level to me. But somehow, at bars, it's when all the giants want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> all these FIFA foam dudes are roaming around, and I'm like, okay. So now I'm sandwiched between, like, your chest. Like, these two guys, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like, I just think that's so funny. But then when I'm out, 
normally, okay, now, now y'all, the Giants are gone? Like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about height because I'm a firm believer. I don't care. I don't care about your height. Lady I don't. Care. I don't care. And I that honestly, is one. I that's that's, that's where I'm willing to lower either. the bar. Literally. You're welcome. Literally. You're welcome, everyone. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so another another um aspect of our party scene I think that's interesting is darties. We were talking about this the other day. We have like one darty a month. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same frat. It's always the same frat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think part of that is, like, location. I don't think we have, like, so all, for some, I don't understand why our school works like this, but all the fraternities only host parties at their satellite or, like, off-campus mm-hmm. houses, like, the houses where just a bunch of brothers happen to live. Um, Despite the fact that every fraternity has an on-campus house here. Yes. So I don't get that. But I think a lot of the off-campus houses, like, the the venue is not great for an outdoor party. Mm-hmm. So that's perhaps why we don't have darties. But I think at other schools, that's totally not the way it is, especially because game days are much more important to their like yes. social culture, which is certainly not the way it is no. here. What's a game day? So, yeah. So <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I agree. Bigger schools, you know, the darty scene is, you know, more prominent. Um, but... They they can be fun. They can be fun. They happen once a month. <laughs> oh, they're every, super fun. Every Thank you blue to that moon. group. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. And I will say that one time that we went together, remember the first one? Oh, I remember. It's it's a I our picture for like um the podcast. Yes. Is a picture from that dirty. And it was just so fun. It was a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous gorgeous day. And I don't know, like we were at like this perfect level of just being like giggly and just like just I don't know just having fun and it wasn't too like crowded like again it's outside, um, people on roofs that's a that's a thing here, people like to be on roofs sometimes, roofs. I think roofs. that's yeah a thing everywhere. Uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know that. Anyway, moving on. But I will say when okay so here's a story from that darty that was a very fun day but just one memory like sticks out in my mind is so lily and i go to the bathroom and we're waiting in line and lily's like she's like itching like the side of her boot she's like lifting up her shirt and i notice these scars and i'm like lily what happened and she's like i had a breast reduction you numbnuts you you lodged some kind of insult at me but i was i just totally forgot that you did get a breast reduction but like i thought there was like something dramatically wrong that i'd been hiding i was like oh my gosh i thought she had some like heart transplant or something i don't know but like now we make and self-harm is not funny obviously obviously it's it's not it's not funny it's not a joke but (laughs) (laughs) we will every time we like talk about that story we will be like no babe please promise me you're gonna stop please Please, we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk Do about you need this. Help? Just yeah. don't, don't bay. You're too pretty. You're too pretty. But yeah, so that was that was fun. That was a fun time. Oh, and then we went to Precarious and we. Oh, that was not a good day for me. That was actually. not a good day for Lily. But um, okay. So I feel like we we touched a little bit on like the frat. Mm-hmm. Um, how how our what our frat culture looks like here. I think. 
and I I feel like this is probably worth a a greater episode. Yes. But um we can touch lightly on like some of the ethical problems, <laughs> participation versus endorsement of Greek life. Um Yeah, totally separate episode. But one one thing that Lily and I were talking about that we're just so curious about, we we're literally talking about this today. Who cleans up? Who cleans up? We know, we know, we assume that it's the pledges. I think it's the pledges. I think they have a little group chat, and after <laughs> after the the house has a party, they're like, "Okay, pledges, pledges, head over to two twenty five Richmond Road to shovel up the poop." <laughs> that's that's not a real address either, you guys. <laughs> that's not a real address, but um, because I was just thinking about it today, I was like, I don't, I could not live in a house. I think I think I would like to write a an academic paper about <laughs> how boys living in squalor in their frat houses perpetuates bad behavior and immaturity as adults. <gasps> um, but that's Ooh. neither here nor there. We'll get into that later. No, but, but yeah. Literally, like, picture this. You're living in a house that the floors are, like, permanent. They have a coat. They have a coating. Yeah. A beer coating. Perpetually sticky. <laughs> and I, uh, I know, I, like with some reason that they get it together like they make it look livable you know but i'm just like every single bathroom that i've ever oh my been God. in it's just disgusting it's there's never toilet paper there there's never, never toilet, toilet paper. paper one time i was pleasantly surprised there was really nice soap but that was one time that's not the norm i've had to use like <laughs> body wash to wash my hands it's dire and like I mean, most times you don't wash your hands. I you just can't. No, I just want to see how you guys clean and just critique. Sorry, sorry, but not sorry. I just I'm just like, are you guys really scrubbing? I have a really good Where's idea. Where's the mops? I have a really good idea. What's up? You know how you have to take like alcohol edu courses yeah. when you go to school. Yeah, I think there should be a separate um, set of coursework for boys who are planning to rush <laughs> fraternities. <laughs> That's like, here's how you make your bed. Here's <laughs> how you clean the floors. <laughs> here's how to eliminate the ring around the toilet <laughs> and bathtub. Thank you very much. But, oh, you know, as you're talking about this, it, it, it reminds me of, you know, The Jungle by, like, Upton Sinclair yeah, and oh how, like, God, everyone had to either, like, read it or, like, <laughs> at least learn about it, like, in middle school or high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need our own the jungle like we need to go <laughs> underground and instead of like the meatpacking industry of chicago it's just the aftermath of frat parties we'll, we'll exposing go exposing health code violations yeah, we'll go undercover as Kendall, what we are becoming popular i don't we can't go undercover anymore. yeah we, oh girl People know who we are i totally could kevin is my alter ego what's your what you lucas, have an alter ego lucas. lucas so i'm kevin <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Lucas. Uh, we're gonna poker rush. night at the house. <laughs> we're rushing uh, <laughs> Uzma Kappa. Uzma, we're rushing Lala. <laughs> that was a yak, a yik yak that we thought was really funny. We're gonna rush Wawa, but that is we're coming up on the time that we have here. So you know, thank you, everyone who listened, who listened in. Thank you. Um, we love your support. Please continue to in but you know on that point we'll see you guys next time and until then 
Bye. Bye.